welcome back. Welcome back to Unspeakable Joy Podcast. I am your host, Joy Sixtos, and I'm glad you've joined me today for another show. And boy, am I glad to be back with you. I know we've already started some of the holidays. I know Thanksgiving was last week. I hope you had a wonderful and safe time with friends and family with whatever you chose to do, however you chose to celebrate. I know I had a great time with my immediate family. We headed out to the hill country. We hadn't been there in a little while. And uh, we like to just hang out on times like those and just explore different nooks and crannies of different towns and see what it has to offer. So we found a museum, went to a drive-in theater, enjoyed a little train ride did some shopping, and just overall had a great time. And of course, if you know me, had to have some steak and barbecue along the way. So it was a very delicious, relaxing, and wonderful time to bond and just get away from it all. And so thankfully, we had a great time. Again, I hope you had a wonderful time with your family. And as the holidays roll around again concerning Christmas and the new year coming up, I want to encourage you again to be safe and still have a wonderful time as God leads you to spend time with your family. And today, speaking of family and holidays and all the hustle and bustle going on right now, we are going to be talking about raw feed issues, a topic that is going to go straight from the word of God to our hearts in the raw sense that Jesus gave us this command. And so again, welcome to the show. It's good to have you with me today. I appreciate you taking time to tune in and not only to listen, but to share. Sharing these podcasts help get the word out about what God is doing through this ministry to be a blessing unto others. So thank you again for being here. So we're talking raw feed. How many of y'all know raw feed means straight up, a word, a message, no sugar coating, and sometimes things that are blunt. It is in its organic sense, the initial message that needed to get across. And so today we might be touching on a subject that is sensitive for some people, but it needs to be covered. So with the holidays coming around and different people deciding to do different things, you may have some unhappy campers, some people that may not agree with what you've chosen to do, or may be upset that you're choosing to celebrate a certain way, or even the fact that we have chosen to be in the house of God, not only because church, 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 and it's a religious thing to people, but because it is about relationship and being in the house of God, being in church is about honoring our Father God. And so, of course, as believers, we know that there are scriptures to back that up. Of course, in Hebrews, it talks about us not forsaking the assembly of ourselves and getting together with brothers and sisters and encouraging each other in the faith and being in the house of God to lay our cares at the feet of Jesus, to cry, to to spend time with the Lord, to worship the Lord, and also to receive encouragement and correction at times to help us along our way. And so, you know, sometimes people will not agree with the choices we make over the holidays or throughout our life, you know, in serving God and being devoted to God and offering our tithes and our offerings. And while that is their opinion, and in a way we respect their opinion because we should do that. God gave us a free will and we all have a choice on how we choose to live our life, whether it is according to God's word pertaining to his kingdom principles 
or if we choose to be contrary to what he has called us and even commanded us to do as brothers and sisters, as children of the Most High God, and even as what the Bible refers to Gentiles, those that are without God, those that he is still drawing unto himself by the Holy Spirit. But we praise God and we thank God and we believe and we know that those people will come to know Jesus as Lord. And so today, as we're talking about the raw feed, I just wanted to encourage you to stand your ground, stand your ground, stand for God. And when you are walking according to God's word and principles and precepts and keeping a holy lifestyle before him and honoring him and basically just doing the best you can to be a follower of Jesus, raw feed. Who cares what people think? I love what my brother has said before, and I'm paraphrasing, but he says, I don't care. I don't care what people think. When I live for God and I know what God has called me to do, and I know the choices I'm making are honoring God, I don't care what anyone thinks. Again, kind of blunt, raw feed. But it is the truth. And we don't say that out of a haughty spirit. We don't believe that out of a prideful spirit. We come from the root of confidence. Confidence and assurance and even reassurance in who we are in Christ and who he has called us to be. And of our choices that we make on a day-to-day basis to honor our Father God. And it's not that we are deeming ourselves to be better than somebody else. It's not that we have the mentality that we are holier than thou. And actually, if you want to take that, we could say that's actually biblical to be holier than thou in a sense. And the sense that I'm referring to is where the Bible talks about be perfect as I am perfect. Be ye holy as I am holy. And of course, the world does not have a revelation and a full understanding of God's word. They haven't taken the time to dive into God's word or assemble themselves within a local church and a community and a body of Christ. So they're ignorant and lack knowledge in that area of what God has actually called us to be holy perfect and mature. I love how my brother says that boldly. And and if you know my brother, he is quite a character, very much a clown, just the way God created him to be. Talking raw here, talking the truth. But if you know my brother, he is one of the sincerest, most genuine, loving, caring, even stern in the sense that when he puts his his hand to the plow, like the Bible talks about, he does not turn back. He is a person of no compromise and he puts God above all else. For some people that know my family and I from a distance, they usually say and think that I am the one that is more blunt and non-compromising of God's word and very outspoken in a sense. They don't know that we're saying things and speaking God's word in love through sermons, through our conduct, through our lifestyle, through our choices. If you think I am blunt and stern and raw, meet Jonathan. He stands for God's word like no other. And so we praise God for that. And we always remember to give Jesus the glory for what he has called us to be and where he has raised us up to be. And so my brother always remembers to give God the glory. And we say that humbly, but truthfully and confidently. And so the raw feed, as people over the holidays and throughout your life, maybe condemn you or persecute you for certain choices and things that you say and ways that you serve God and love others and give to others, let it be. Who cares what people think? 
I love what my mom has said. She says, why do we expect the world to act as a Christian? Why do we expect people that are unbelievers to act like God-fearing people, like Jesus would act? We don't. We shouldn't. And not that we hold that against them, but we have to have the revelation that they're speaking out of flesh. They're speaking out of the demonic. They're speaking out of jealousy or envy or strife or whatever is the root of their heart. And so, no, we don't hold that against them, but we choose to do what Jesus has told us to do. And that is to walk in love. And that is to love our enemies. And we're going to talk about that quickly today. And I want you to either turn in your Bibles, if you have them handy, turn in your Bible app, or write this scripture down and reference it later when you have time. I want to look at Matthew chapter 5, verse 43 through 48. So this is the raw feed from Jesus as he was ministering his sermon on the mount. And the first version that I'm going to read out of is the New King James Version. Check out what Jesus is telling us and not only declaring to us, but commanding us to do when people come against us or persecute us or treat us falsely. Look at what we're supposed to do. So verse 43 says, you have heard that it is said, you shall love your neighbor and hate your enemy. But I say to you, love your enemies. Bless those who curse you and do good to those who hate you and pray for those who spitefully use you and persecute you. Verse 45, that you may be sons of your father in heaven, for he makes his son rise on the evil and on the good and sends rain on the just and on the unjust. For if you love those who love you, what reward have you? Do not even the tax collectors do the same? And if you greet your brethren only... What do you do more than others? Do not even the tax collectors do so? Verse 48, therefore you shall be perfect just as your father in heaven is perfect. Can somebody say amen? Even though that is a difficult amen, I can testify and I can say amen. It is a hard thing to obey and to walk in love, and to walk in forgiveness sometimes, but we must do it. Not necessarily for the sake of the other party, but for our sake. First and foremost, I would say for our sake, so that we're in right standing with God, we're in submission to God's word, and we're loving and doing what Jesus would do in this type of situation, any situation that arises. And secondly, of course, we are doing that for the other party, the party that has offended us, the party that has lied about us, cheated us, mocked us, whatever has occurred. We do it as a testimony and a testament unto them. And even I would say there's a third party that we are being an example to in doing this raw feed declaration from Jesus. And that would be those that are onlookers, those that are witnessing what our actions will be. And it is also a testimony unto them to show that, yes, we value God's word. And yes, we value our life and our Christianity and our walk with the Lord. And yes, we value the party that has offended us, the party that has spoken evil against us, and we choose to walk in love. I wanted to quickly share something that I put on my social media the other day in reference to the topic today, and it reads, why are we surprised when the ungodly unbeliever doesn't treat a Christian good all the time? They didn't with Jesus, 
When people mock us, lie about us, falsely judge and accuse us, ridicule us, laugh at and slander us behind our backs, if they are envious and so much more, as Christians, what are we to do? We don't let it steal our joy. We're not moved by man's opinion of us. Their words have no life and fall to the ground because our fruit speaks loud. Therefore, we rejoice. We smile, we walk in love, we forgive, we pray for them, do good to them, and bless them. We leave it in God's hands because the Lord defends his own. Jesus did it, so can we. Can I get another amen? Is it easy to do what Jesus told us to do in the scripture we just referenced? Absolutely not. Is it possible? Absolutely so. And it's not, like I said, sugar-coated. It's not if we feel like it. It's not based on whether we agree that this theology or this doctrine or this position is advantageous to us or not. It's just the raw feed. This is what you need to do, and this is why. Because they will know the truth, and the truth will set them free. The truth will set us free. And the truth of it is... The love of Jesus covers all. The the love of Jesus covers a multitude of sin, the Bible says. Our sin, their sin, anybody's sin. When we confess it before God, he is faithful and just to forgive us and cleanse us of all sin and all unrighteousness. So check out Matthew chapter 5, verse 43 through 48 in the message. This one was actually really good too. It says, you're familiar with the old written law, love your friend, and its unwritten companion, hate your enemy. I'm challenging that. I'm telling you to love your enemies. Let them bring out the best in you, not the worst. When someone gives you a hard time, respond with the energies of prayer, for then you are working out of your true selves, your God-created selves. This is what God does. He gives his best, the sun to warm and the rain to nourish, to everyone, regardless, the good and the bad, the nice and the nasty. If all you do is love the lovable, do you expect a bonus? Anybody can do that. If you simply say hello to those who greet you, do you expect a medal? Any run-of-the-mill sinner does that. In verse 48, it says, in a word, what I am saying is, grow up. Your kingdom subjects, now live like it. Live out your God-created identity. Live generously and graciously towards others the way God lives towards you. In closing this podcast today, I just want to encourage you that as the holidays swing by and come around once again, as we close this year thanking God for his faithfulness and his goodness, his mercy, his grace, his protection, his provision, his favor. I mean, we could go on and on as believers because we know the goodness of God to his own. And as the holidays roll around and time with family, time with church people rolls around, if people begin to mock you for different things, persecute you, try to steal the unspeakable joy that you have, don't let them. We know that that stems from the devil trying to pull you down, bring you down to a point of depression, bring you down to a point of guilt or shame or feeling uncomfortable because God has raised you up and called you for a time as this. Now is not the time to back down or be shy from what God has called us to do. These are the last of the last days and the raw feed is 
Time is short and we have to be Jesus to the world. Our testimony, our actions primarily and secondary, our words are what is going to show Jesus to this world and the world needs it. The truth of the gospel of Jesus Christ. So the raw feed for today, when persecution comes against you, when envy, hatred, strive, and lies are thrown against you or splattered on social media or published in the paper, when we know without a shadow of a doubt and God knows and our spiritual authority know by the Holy Spirit that our fruit is matching up with what is contained in our heart and it also mirrors and exemplifies what is said by our lips, then we have nothing to fear. We have nothing to cower down to. We do not have to sorrow and wallow in fear and regret and shame that we were told this and called this name and cussed out and everything. If Jesus could put up with everything he did in the Bible from hypocrites and Sadducees and and Pharisees and the Roman soldiers and so many others, then how much more can we stand for God? And we can boldly say that the enemy has been defeated. We shut the mouth of the devil in Jesus name and the Lord will defend his own. The Lord will speak forth the truth through us through others, and we will not have to lift a finger and the truth will be exposed, whether it's in our favor or even towards the other party. And we don't rejoice that people get caught. We don't rejoice that people's sin finds them out, but we rejoice in the truth of God's word and the truth of our testimony shining forth. So the raw feed, love and stand for God's word no matter what, and enjoy yourself. Enjoy enjoy the life God has given you. Enjoy your family. Enjoy your church family. And never feel guilty for the goodness of God in your life. Never apologize for your testimony or for where God has brought you from and where God has raised you up to be and where God is taking you. People will always love you and encourage you. People will always hate you and envy you. But as long as you're walking according to God's word and all of heaven is backing you up along the way, then you have nothing to fear and nothing to apologize for. And all in all, we give God the glory for all things. So praise God for today's word. It's just the raw feed from Jesus. Listen and share and have a wonderful day. Until next time, God bless you. 